the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5. Welcome to the Catholic High Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, uh, and the CHS Coaches Show can be heard every Monday night from 6 p.m. until 6.45 to the end of the football season. Then every other week uh, beginning in January to the end of the school year, which, of course, tonight, uh, May 23rd, is our last show uh, this year until August. As always, the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Armitar Jewelry, Gulf America Wild Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sester Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Coca-Cola, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Lawns Unlimited, Catholic High School's Lawn Care Provider, Catholic High School, Muss and Patu, United Companies, BNL Engine Repair, and Seahorse Manufacturing. We're here at the studios of Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240 at 107 West Main Street here in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria. And you can listen to the CHS, CHS Coaches Show while it's streaming on the internet at www. K-A-N-E-1240.com. And uh, as always, you can listen on the FM band at 107.5. And if also, if you have an Alexa, just say Alexa. Play Kane 1240, and she will. Uh, Coach, uh, school year is winding down, and sports at Catholic High have finished against the competition. And I know we have some honors maybe to acknowledge with regard to all district teams, etc. We also have a guest in the studio tonight. So let's get started with the Coach's Show. And uh, Coach, take it away. Yeah, thanks, Tony. Appreciate it. Yeah, tonight we have uh, we have Coach David Jordan, the head of our baseball program, that's with us. And uh, like you said on the radio, uh, just a second ago, we're going to go ahead and wrap up our uh, coaches show this uh, for this for this year, and uh, we'll start again back up kind of middle of August. Um, but before we get into really finishing and talking about other programs, we we want to definitely talk about our baseball program. And so, want to welcome Coach David Jordan here, and thanks for being with us, Coach. Thank you very much, and I'm very happy to be here. Awesome. Well, uh, you know, Coach, um, talking about baseball, you know, as we get ready to, you know, kind of the end of the season took place, and we do have all district honors we'll be able to talk to in a little bit. But um, just what were your overall thoughts on this season and, you know, uh, what's it look like, obviously, for next season and what you got scheduled for summer baseball. And, you know, we got a whole bunch of things we could possibly talk about. But talk, talk about the season. How'd it go? Well, you know, our banquet was held last week, and uh, – you know, our last game was three three weeks ago, so it wasn't. It's pretty fresh on my mind. Uh, what I told the players at, at Episcopal when we played our last game, and of course what I told the players as well as our fans and parents that attended the banquet. And as a head coach, I don't think I could ask more from this team. And, and that is, I think we got better. I really do. Um, you know, unfortunately, it, it had to come to an end, and obviously, only one team played in that last game and won and that was St. Charles but I think every aspect of the game uh, from the the physical uh, side of it as well as the mental side I I think we showed improvement Uh, you know I told these guys you know obviously we we got to have that uh, how to win awareness we need to improve on that because you look at teams like uh, Lutcher um, geez I I'm stuck with, with some of the, the teams, but there's a, a, about six or seven ball games that we had won or that we were primed to win going into the sixth inning, mm-hmm. and we came away with losses in those six games. And that's, that's the difference in, 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 in really what could be a great year to uh, an average, you know, almost a bad year. 
Um, but I think with maturity and experience and, and, and wisdom as the, as the kids uh, develop, uh, that's going to improve. Um, you never know. You know, 16 losses, it's a big number. <laughs> it really is. But you would, you know, I think that any observer that went out and watched us practice, that, that, that saw the kids coming in at 630 in the morning in the weight room, you, you, you would not have been able to tell that there was a, a team that looked depressed, a team that looked concerned, a team that looked like they were giving up. I, I just didn't see that. Um, I thought they, they worked hard. In fact, I think our final week of practice was our best one, and I thought we showed more improvement in that, in that last week of practice heading into the Episcopal game than we did the entire year. And, you know, we, we had some seniors that really did step it up, uh, but we also counted in, in big situations on some very young kids. Case in point, you know, the biggest game of the year always comes down to that last one. Well, I got a, you know, a 14-, 15-year-old kid on the mound for us in Lane Finsky, and I got another 15-year-old at shortstop, and I got, a, you know, another 15-year-old at, at, at third base for us. So we just got to make sure that, that, that we grow and, and, and get better and, and, and learn how to win those sixth innings uh, for next year. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you know, you and I, we've obviously talked uh, throughout the course of the year on the football side and even on the baseball side, you know, just being that close, you know, and figuring out a way to get over the hump, um, figuring out a way to do what you have to do in that moment, you know, so that that way, because when you talk about six, seven possible wins, I mean, that changes that 16 real quickly, you know, and you're in a much different situation headed into the playoffs. Yeah, and it, you know, and it wasn't against your average teams either. No. You know, it was your, it was your, like I said, it was your Lutcher, it was your Fontainebleau, a five A school, it was your Lakeshore, yep. um, Acadiana. It was a in a ball game. Ed White. Uh, Ed White. Yep. Uh, it, it was. You can just keep going down the list of the number of wins that we could have had, and, and we were right there. Um, looking back on the season, we we really were only out of probably two ball games uh, where it just really, you know, the wheels just fell off them, and, of course, we crashed. It was really only two games, and and, and to be honest with you, it, it, before the year started, I, I, I thought we could have had more of those games. <laughs> so, <laughs> because defensively, we just I – didn't, I didn't have a whole lot of, uh, of returners yeah. uh, from the year before. Um, I, I really – you know, going back to, to the 2021 20, uh, team – that was a really solid club, and, and I know the numbers didn't show up, but that was a solid club that had a lot of seniors. So we really had to re- almost rebuild this year. So to watch their, their growth and development, um, and, of course, it, you know, you, you don't know this when you get a, a, a young student in as a freshman. You usually get them in as freshmen. You want them to, to try to play as many positions as possible to give them an opportunity to get on the field. Well, sometimes you may hurt them, and, and sometimes it may hurt your team because the, the, are they going to get, you know, they, they can be good at a lot of positions, but they may have been great at one. And sometimes that happens, but we had some guys that I, I really felt like we needed to narrow, um, you know, their training as far as the positions that they were playing. And I think it helped out, it, it made us a better club. And, and I, you know, I'm not going to take anything for granted. Um, when you, when I looked at the schedule, and then I looked at the number of arms and amount of pitching I was going to have on a weekly basis, I'm pretty. I, I have to be pretty happy with that 11. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned uh, briefly about having seniors, you know, that really stepped up and, and helped this program out. I mean, I'm thinking of Delahousie, Napier, Broussard, Cooper, just to name a few off the top of my head. You want to talk a little bit about those seniors and those guys that really helped you this year? 
I was really proud of those guys. You know, I, I think that uh, their leadership is, is what uh, gives me the uh, the right or the ability to come in here and, and say the good things that I said about this club, about not giving up, about you know having a positive attitude. Um, to really going out every day and having fun and enjoying the ball game, but still making sure that you know we stayed locked in and focused on, on what we had to do. I, I give those guys all the credit. Um, you know, Trey Delahousie behind the mound, I thought had an all-state year. Yeah, uh, he didn't make first team all district as a catcher; he made it as a utility. But that happens. I mean, you know, you're going to have coaches that, that vote who Trey never uh, even you know played against because you know we got some teams that we didn't even play. So. Right. Um, or some teams that just didn't even look at the stats um, or the amount of runners that he threw out. Um, but he had a, a, a phenomenal year, particularly offensively and defensively. Uh, Napier, um, you know, he, typical Zach, uh, struggled a little bit at the beginning. We obviously knew he was going to be the guy that we needed on the mound for us to have a chance to, to beat some of the, the better teams that we played. A uh, little bit slow start. But at the end, he was there for us. Offensively, pretty much there the entire year. Defensively, we thought we made a pretty good decision by moving him to first base um, and allow him to try to, uh, you know, lock in a little bit more in the mound. And he threw a, a, a gem of a ball game against Episcopal. Again, we got a one nothing lead in yep. the bottom of the sixth. Um, Josh Cooper is, is one of the guys I'm thinking about that was a multi-positional player. Um, he struggled at, at second base. You know, I remember the Acadiana game. I was, in fact, I benched him for for about two or three ball games just because he couldn't make routine plays. Uh, his opportunity uh, came around again. He got back out there, took advantage of it, and really ended up being what I thought was one of our most consistent defensive players, and gave us a lot of extra because he's uh, extremely athletic. Uh, Noah Broussard, you know, Noah's. Uh, you would think Noah would have a lot more speed. Um, he's, he's a sneaky guy. He's a sneaky guy in the football field, as you well know. He's a sneaky guy in the baseball field. But he's not very fast. But he, he, he usually takes a really good step. He competes extremely hard, sometimes a little bit overly competitive. But, again, he gave us some great innings, gave us an opportunity to – I mean, you know, Noah's – we're down by one against Lutcher in the bottom of the sixth. You know, so, you know, he gave us some – those opportunities to win those games that Calakai is accustomed to winning. We just couldn't finish the games uh, this year. Um, uh, and, you know, I got some seniors that, uh, that that I talked about, you know, just as much. Uh, I had some seniors that just didn't find the, the playing time that they would have liked. But, you know, I was very proud of those guys. Uh, they never gave up, didn't give me – uh, any attitude or, or, or bring the team down. Um, some of those guys were, you know, Riley Swear, for example, was one of the most boisterous guys in the dugout the entire year. Um, never complained. He, you know, he got his innings in whenever he could, got his opportunities. Uh, so I was proud of those guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do, I, I know you mentioned about um, Trey making uh, utility all district. Do you have anybody else to honor in terms of all district? Yes, sir. Um, I couldn't find my list, so it's on my phone. But I'm going to start. Uh, our honorable mention guys were, 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 were guys that I just didn't give honorable mention to or the coaches based on district. But when we do honorable mention, it's based on these guys really having a pretty solid year yeah. and, and getting recognition. Uh, Lane Davis, uh, junior, Phillips, senior, who, who had a really good year, uh, 
I was just happy he survived the year. He, he's really had a, a tough luck with injuries, but he survived the year as, as a pitcher, first baseman, and, and a hitter for us. Uh, Lane Fenske, Will Menville, uh, Gunnar Brown were all honorable mention players. Um, in the outfield, uh, Jack Chauvin uh, had a tremendous start to the year when we were playing better teams, but then he cooled off offensively. But uh, defensively was everything that we thought we'd get. Um, Maybe out of one him. of the best throws I ever saw from right field this year in that Episcopal game, one well, of them. Yes. Uh, that which kept the game. That's right. Kept us with the lead. One nothing. That's yeah. right. Um, and he also, I can't remember the game, but he also made a play very similar to that. Well, it was against Opelousas Catholic. Okay, um, early in the year. Yeah. It was early in the year. And, of course, Opelousas Catholic ended up being a one seed. Um, we beat them by one on a play that the, an errant pickoff and uh, Jack backed the throw up and uh, was right where he was supposed to be and threw basically the same type of laser um, to our catcher to throw out the tying run at the plate. So he, he was really solid and, and pitched really well for us at, at, at the beginning. But, again, a uh, little arm issue, so we kind of tabled that. Uh, J.D. Hildago, freshman, uh, made second team. And then as far as uh, Landon Corville, uh, second team on the mound uh, is only a sophomore. And as far as first-teamers go, I'll, I'll pull that off of recollection, Trey Delahousie, utility, Zach Napier, uh, pitcher, and then Noah Broussard, who really hit the ball very well in district, um, uh, first team in the outfield. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I, I, I definitely – I think the biggest surprise for me this year and your team just thinking back on it was Corville. I mean, just finding a way – I mean, it's like out of nowhere he came in and, I mean, he served you well in a number of different positions. And so, uh, you know, I'm obviously proud of all those guys, but that was, a, I guess, a surprise when, you, when you're looking at it on the front. You're like, that guy? And it winds up being that guy that came out there and, and did a good job. But, um, well, I know we're getting ready to get into the summer. You know, what do you have planned for baseball in terms of summer right now? Well, we got a full month of June. Um, you know, I really debated, um, and I know you and I talked about it because there's a lot of different uh, philosophies running around out there on what how teams want to prepare their kids. I'm I'm gonna, I'm going to go ahead and say it, North Maine, who's got I I think one of the best looking high school baseball teams I saw all year. Yeah. And I'm not going to say high school baseball was at the top of the you know it wasn't an A plus year for any high school teams, but physically, arm strength wise. Um, maturity and, and just good baseball awareness it was north man so you know obviously i gotta ask around ask coach trahan what do they do in the summer he goes absolutely nothing he goes we lift weights and we throw a long toss <laughs> but i didn't want to i didn't want to just you know throw that out there uh, to the kids uh our opportunities as of right now are just not that good if i if i didn't you know offer teams i would only have a few guys that would, that would move on to be able to play on select travel teams so we're, we're going to try to play about 20 games with our what we believe is our incoming varsity we call that the travel team so they'll play in some 2d sport uh, tournaments some lsue tournaments and we'll also give them an opportunity to play about four or five weekday games we're going to play nish twice mm-hmm. one at home at six o'clock and one at nish at six o'clock um, that team will be coached primarily by two ex-players, two uh, current college players in Alex Gilbo and Carter Fletcher. Alex coached them last year. It gives me a break from them, and it gives you know guys coming back to Catholic High that, that, that have been playing college ball an opportunity to, to teach our kids yeah. uh, what they've learned. I'm going to coach our Metro team. Our Metro team is a, a little bit younger team. 
Uh, it's going to be about five or six sophomores that, that didn't or will not play on the travel team to start the season. It could change depending on vacations and, and whatever we have going on. But the Metro team also gives me a, a, a full, you know, eight to ten games to evaluate our incoming freshmen. For those guys to get comfortable with me and, and to, you know, to realize I'm, I'm there's not all bite all the time. Yeah. Um, you got you got to be able to get along with your coach and enjoy him. Give them an opportunity to get on, uh, you know, on that varsity field, use the locker room, and you know, I'll, I'll I'll take the opportunity as well to to try to teach some of my terminology because that that's huge. Yeah. Um, the game's really a simple game; we all know that. But uh, what terminology a coach uses sometimes it can be create a lot of confusion to a player. So we'll take the time to to teach them a lot about that, and I'm going to use that as an evaluation. That's going to be my their tryout. Coach, how many kids would play on the uh, travel team and maybe on your Metro team? How many kids do you expect, uh, 10, 12, 15? We, we already have the team selected. We're going to have – we have 15 on the, on the travel. All right. Minus, you know, Jax Romero uh, uh, pulled a hamstring in, in, in conditioning. Okay. Uh, he's, he's still going to be with the team. He'll travel. But I don't think he's going to see the field in June. Okay. It was a pretty good tear. Oh, wow. Um, pretty disappointed because i really think he, he he's got a great shot of being our starting second baseman next year um so that'll be about 14 and i may you know once i once i look at these incoming uh, ninth graders i may move one of those guys up okay um so about 14 15 on that crew and and then the metro team which is a team i'll coach there's currently about 17 18 players oh wow good good squad okay yep and that's that's everybody right now that that's coming back so you know it's going to give Everyone an opportunity to play some ball, as we all know, you know, especially you. Uh, there's there's no more summer baseball like there used I know, to be. It's it's sad. Uh, it's just really sad. Oh. When I grew up, man, I went from Pee Wee, I mean, all the way to American Legion. Well, you know, and I, uh, just sad. I loved it. I mean, and I could be a high school coach and just go sit in the bleachers and enjoy That's the right. kids play. And now. You know, if I don't if I don't coach and provide an opportunity for these kids to play, there's nowhere for them to go. Yeah, it's so. amazing. So that's going to cap off in uh, June. That's going to be you're going to have a heavy month in June. That's it. Yeah, yeah. and then July is going to be get in a weight room, there's, do your other sport. The, we'll, we'll lift weights. Um, we'll, we'll be in there three days a week uh, in June. Uh, sometimes the Mondays are a little uh, tricky, yeah. depending on how many games they play played on Sunday. Yeah. Um, Sunday in June, we know that if you're playing on turf at Magnese, you could really dehydrate. Um, For sure. So we don't really run a whole lot in June. I'll pick up the running a little bit uh, more in July. But, yeah, our focus, and they understand this. I mean, I want them to get out and play ball, and, and, and really it gives that travel team a great opportunity to see some high school pitching and, and even plus. I mean, they may even see some junior college pitching as well. And it gives us an opportunity to start moving some kids around and get them ready to possibly play another position. Metro, it's my evaluation for my incoming kids. But our focus has to be we, we have to get stronger, um, you know, to, to start out our season, I, I, I was blunt with these kids. Our, our maxes were down uh, compared to years previous. Our, our 60 time, which is our, 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 uh, our measuring stick when it comes to uh, timing a, a baseball's player speed, we were slow. So, you know, I saw that coming. I mean, it's just we just weren't that athletic now. There's a lot of promise with the younger kids. That's a group right there that, 
you know, I wouldn't want to play them in a pickleball game or uh, or a pickup basketball yeah. game because they're athletic and and I, you know they're buying into the weight room. You know, just as much as they're in the cage, I see them running in and out the weight room. So. <laughs> I think we're heading – I think we're going to get it back. Yeah. I, I, I think we'll be back on top and, and, you know, getting back to the semis like we should be real soon. Well, Coach, before we get ready to take our break, you got any final words uh, that you want to share? No, I just – you know, like I told my parents, I want to thank them again uh, for all the support that they give me. Um, high school baseball is, is, is not like anything else. Um, you know, I don't like to compare or – or criticize other coaches, but it's 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 a big job. I mean, there's a lot of surfaces out there. I would like to think that uh, you know our game day uh, experience is as good as is anywhere. Um, I got dads that volunteer their time to go up in that press box and and uh, you know play music. I got you know moms that work the concession stand, and got dads that get out there and help me on the field. I just want to thank everybody, um, you know, for their support. Absolutely. Well, Coach, I definitely appreciate it and uh, enjoy a little bit of your summer before we get cranked up in a little bit for strength and conditioning. Well, thank you very much. All right, Coach. Uh, all right, Coach. Thank you for coming tonight. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take our first break here on the uh, B&L Engine Service is in need of two car. diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call. 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. We have a new player on the field that he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola and the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew! Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Hi, I'm Tony Landry for Gulf America Wire Rope in Catholic High School. And at Gulf America Wire Rope is an all-field service company which is dedicated to speedy customer service and technical leadership. Gulf America Wire Rope is owned and operated by brothers Jed and Drew LeBlanc, both CHS graduates. Their knowledge and leadership skills were obtained through CHS has brought them success in the business world. Go visit Jed and Drew at their Broussard location, and they're always ready to talk CHS sports. And remember, go Big Red. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. If you have a state-leased property in the basin, a camp or houseboat, and are in need of a DHH-approved limited-use sewerage treatment system, or you're in the oil field or marine transportation industry, and are in need of a U.S. Coast Guard-approved marine sanitation device or products for your MSD, give John Chauvin a call at Seahorse Manufacturing, 337-365-9115, or find us on the web at seahorsemanufacturing.com. And best of luck to the CHS Panthers and all area high school sports teams. Hi, I'm Corey Averick, co-owner of R&R Glassworks. We specialize in auto and truck glass repair and replacement, window motors and frameless shower doors. We also handle plexiglass and storefront repair and replacement. 
give us a call at 365-9311 or come by and see us at 1006D 20 Orpit Road in New Iberia. So for all your glass needs, remember R&R Glassworks. Thank you and God bless. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with uh, head coach and athletic director, Scott Watney. Of course, uh, David uh, Jordan, uh, the head baseball coach at Catholic High, was our guest tonight. And, uh, Coach, uh, what else uh, on, yeah. uh, you want to we'll, talk about a little bit tonight? Yeah, we'll, we'll go in uh, and talk about um, – I'll, I'll briefly talk about strength and conditioning, and then we'll get ready to start in the summer with all of our sports. And then we can talk a little bit about football uh, we're gonna go two two breaks, or we're gonna just yeah. Up? We've got uh, we've got one more break, and okay, then we've got uh, we'll end the show with our breaks. So I'll ask that. So um, so I want to thank David again for coming in, and um, you know it's great having a guy as experienced he is, and and the wisdom that he's had. He's been doing this and been in this profession for a long time, and so um, you know definitely looking forward obviously to next year uh, and expanding on 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 really what they were able to do, which you know I would agree with them. Um, it you know losing sucks. I mean, you oh, know, yeah. nobody, nobody, nobody's in this profession to not win. That's you know what correct. I'm saying? I mean, oh, and yeah. um, but it's good when you do have kids that continuously just keep showing up, even when even when there's not W's on the scoreboard. You know, and I, I'm a firm believer in this. You know, obviously winning on the scoreboard is important, but there's a lot more that goes into just winning on the scoreboard. And 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 I think what David was hitting at was that he saw that throughout you know the course of the season. So kudos to him and his staff, and obviously his players and. His uh, parents and everybody that was involved this year. Um, terms, of, go ahead. Yeah, the best thing I can think of, they were playing Lauraville at Catholic High this year. Oh, Lauraville had a twelve nothing lead. Unbelievable. After I think it was two or three innings, uh-huh. and Catholic High came back and scored three in the third, three in the fourth, three in the fifth, and three in the sixth. Two uh, or maybe three in the top of the, uh, the yeah it was a six and to tie the game up twelve twelve yep. it just shows you that this these kids stuck together and they beat one of the better pitchers or or scored many runs off of him, a left left hander Marcotte yep. and uh, they they have a lot of potential I know he's going to lose three or four really good seniors but some of those freshmen and sophomores are, are very good base baseball players yeah absolutely and i can see that so uh he's got to be excited about the future absolutely um getting ready to go into so you know we're at the end of our school year we have exams final finishing up this week and then you know we're, we're officially done on friday um so kids are all going to be off until june 6th which okay. will be that first monday that we'll report for summer strength and conditioning um, and then we'll go 6 to 7.30 in the morning. Our volleyball team will work out along with all of our – anybody that has work um, that won't be able to make their uh, official time that they're supposed to uh, according to their sport. And then um, all boys, athletes that are non-football powerlifters will be in the morning with the volleyball. So 6 to 7.30 volleyball and non-football powerlifting boys will work out. And then football will come uh, from 7.45 to 9.45 – and then from ten to twelve will be our female athletes that That's are not question, that, that yeah. are non non volleyball. Um, so you know we got a jam packed summer in terms of strength conditioning. We'll go Monday, Tuesday, Thursday for the entire summer. We'll give I want to say it's June thirtieth is the Thursday, the last Thursday in June. Once that workout is done, then everybody will be off for the entire Fourth of July uh, break. So I give them the whole week off, and then we'll report back on July 11th. Um, and in the LHSA, the principals voted uh, this past year, which it um, which it passed. It, it, it won uh, it vote by 
I mean, it was a ton of votes that that went towards it. Um, but then we'll, we'll go into. Um, go ahead, I got a caller. Yeah, we yeah, do have a caller. Let's uh, see who's on the line. Uh, you're on the CHS Coaches Show. You're on the air. Hey, Coach Watney. I wanted to ask you. Um, I heard uh, Coach Jordan talking about uh, you know some summer ball um, uh-huh. travel teams and whatnot. Just kind of want, from a football perspective, get your opinion because I, I have some coaching friends, some who, uh, who who love the idea and some who hate it. Uh, what's your thoughts on seven on seven? Football and and do you have any of your players participating yeah. in, in, in in those leagues? Uh, and I'll hang up and listen and, and good luck next season. Man. Okay, thank you. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, seven uh, football had I guess been safeguarded for a number of years until I guess the emergence of seven on seven. You know, we we weren't dealing with travel baseball and you know AAU basketball, but we are now dealing with seven on seven and. It's kind of uh, you got to jump on the bandwagon in, in some way because, especially in our situation where we don't do spring football, um, and so I, I would say the biggest negative of not doing spring football is losing the competitive aspect of it, right? Um, and so, how do you make up the competitive aspect? Well, you can't obviously you know play football in the summer, but the closest thing you can do is seven on seven, um, you know. Previously, and even in my first two years, we didn't do a ton of seven-on-seven. But this year, we are going to do more seven-on-seven. You know, David and I, you know, from a baseball standpoint, uh, Casey and I from a basketball standpoint, you know, Troy and I from a soccer standpoint, all those kids that are multi-sport athletes, uh, we work really well together in sharing those athletes. And Jordan kind of mentioned a little bit, you know, on those Sundays, how many games did they play? Well, that really – that really – affects what their workouts will be um and we communicate with that but we will play like we're going to be in a league on uh, at stm every tuesday uh for seven on seven we're going to play roughly four to six games i mean 20 minutes maybe 30 minutes a game uh and it's a running clock so it's really not as long as it, it sounds um We'll do that in Tuesdays uh, in the month of June, so it'll be four of them. And then we have two, to- three tournaments. One will be at Southeastern and one will be at UL. Um, and then the next one will be back at STM, which is where the, the seven-on-seven league is on Tuesdays in June on July 20th. Um, you know, I know when you talk Dave, when you talk to David, David's kind of you know he's he's not a typical baseball coach. He's pushing his kids to play football. He's pushing his kids in the weight room. He wants his kids to get bigger and stronger. Um, you know, so that that obviously bodes well uh, in terms of us you know using athletes and sharing athletes appropriately. Um, but it's at a point now where you almost have to, um, as much as you don't want to, and as much as seven on seven is not real because um, it's you know you could throw a ball right behind where the center's head would be, and it'd be a completion and score a touchdown. Um, but nonetheless, it does bring out co- competition. Um, I'm not – I won't say that I'm like 100%. I love seven-on-sevens, but I will say that I do think in terms of competition, it's the best thing that you have right now that all other sports get that football just unfortunately doesn't get. Yeah, and with 150 boys approximately in the high school, you would kind of limited, you know, mm-hmm. with uh, how many – can just play one sport yeah i mean and you know we definitely don't promote single sport athletes i mean we it would be tough for our school to survive you know boys or girls um you know so we 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 are and you know i I was a three-sport athlete at holy cross so um i'm a huge advocate of doing it i think making sure that we don't burn our kids out so a lot of our sports will do a lot in june 
a lot of our programs, like our basketball is going to be full force in June. Our baseball will be full force in June. Same with our soccer. But once the 4th of July hits, everybody pretty much tapers off. And then those in-season sports for the fall is what will take precedent. So obviously football will become the primary. Um, and I'm not doing anything else football-related other than 7-on-7s and okay. working out. So, right. um, you know, we'll, we'll share those athletes and we'll just communicate, you know, uh, as needed on who can do what and who can't. And it's, you know, it's also good on my end from a seven on seven standpoint, you know, maybe my starting receiver is also a baseball player and we're going to a tournament at Southeastern and he's going to go play in the baseball tournament over seven on seven. Well, that's great for the backups receiver to see what they can do. You know, so just as much as travel baseball and Metro baseball as Jordan's using as an evaluation is no different for us in seven on seven. You know, would I like to go win every seven on seven? Absolutely. But in reality, it's more of an evaluation and see what kids can and what kids can't do yeah. uh, from a positional standpoint. Yeah, and hopefully, I think you answered this question pretty fully, too. So in that regard about, yeah. you know, your seven on seven. And with regards to your weight program, I think, and your summer workouts coach. Uh, yeah, I was going to. When are you going to start uh, your, I guess, uh, because you didn't have a spring. So we get to start August 1st. Okay, is that the yes. date that yeah, that'll be for the people date. who uh-huh. didn't participate in the spring uh, practice? Yeah, and we'll, and we'll also in the summer the week right before august 1st we're going to actually shut everything down and and we're going to do um basically a football training team camp on campus where they'll drop they'll get dropped off at 6 a.m and then they can get picked up at 6 p.m you know we'll do we'll do you know uh workouts film install practice shower eat lunch take a nap wake up do the same thing and then um i learned my lesson a long time ago uh trying to maintain and corral 60 to 80 boys is difficult because i got a four and a two-year-old that's hard to corral so they can go home and sleep at their parents house uh and eat dinner with them but we'll do so in my mind the way that we're doing it we're going to get our 10 days we're going to get our five days that the state gives us for not doing spring and starting early and then that basically training team camp is going to it's going to be hosted on campus and we'll you know we'll get essentially the same thing we won't obviously be in pads or anything but you know we'll still be doing football related stuff just like everybody else in the state's doing right now too as well yeah and it's uh pretty much uh of course man it's just the heat of the uh the summer and uh but it most of these kids stay in shape it's very rarely they get out of shape you know a lot of these kids you yeah know, I mean, the biggest the biggest thing that I get, you know, from an AD perspective and then also just on the strength and conditioning side is, you know, just their overall health. Um, you know, they are, you know, they're great kids, but they're knuckleheads, too. Sometimes oh, yeah. they don't eat. Sometimes they don't drink. Yeah, sometimes right. they don't do the stuff that they need to do. So hydration becomes uh, a big component in this. Um, you know, but when you're with your athletes as much as we are, you can tell when a kid is not given their full potential or given their best you know and so we asked the question sure. Man, did, did you eat this morning the answer is no well we stop you you know we yeah. stop you from continuing so that way we, you know we, we try to be as proactive and preventative as possible um but no we got a jam-packed summer uh you know in terms of athletically as a whole um you know we got a you know we got a good summer in front of us from the football standpoint to from an evaluation Sure. Well, Coach, let's, let's go, go ahead take, yeah. take a second break. You're listening to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back uh, to wrap it up right after this. 
This ranch is not about cattle or animals. We're talking about plants and much, much more. That's the Landscape Ranch right here in New Iberia. You can find all sorts of plants such as annuals, palm trees, and container trees, as well as a variety of chemicals and fertilizers to keep them healthy. Locally owned, they provide bulk materials such as sand, soil, limestone, rock, and they'll deliver right to your doorstep. While you're there, you can visit their lobby. You'll find gifts provided by local artists. The Landscape Ranch, located where Jefferson Terrace meets Main Street. The tradition continues. Hi, I'm Donald Hennigan with Hennigan Team Dentistry. I, along with my entire team, have served Iberia Parish and the surrounding communities for the past 39 years. I'm happy to announce that my daughter, Dr. Abigail Hennigan Daly, has just recently joined us as a dental associate. Together, we commit to offering the best possible dental care in a relationship of trust and confidence. Call our office today day at 364-2156 and allow us to change the way you feel about dentistry. Go Panthers! At Sesta Wealth, our goal is simple. We want to help you define, reach, and exceed your financial goals. Using our processes, we prepare clients for both the expected and unexpected life brings us. No one can predict the future, but we can certainly help prepare for it at Sesta Wealth. For all that we expect in life and what we don't expect in life, we strive to prepare clients for all life has to offer. So for all life has to offer, contact Bert Sesta and Jenny Vizay at Sesta Wealth. Securities offered through Triad Advisors, LLC, member of FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through GWM Advisors. A registered investment advisor. GWM Advisors and Sestia Wealth are separate entities from Triad Advisors LLC. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18 wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call. 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. We have a new player on the field that he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Woo! Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. It's Armentor Jewelers, your hometown jewelers, for all the latest fashion ideas in jewelry, watches, and diamond engagement rings. At Armentor Jewelers, we specialize in custom designs, remounting your older jewelry into something brand new. Graduation rings, traditional and unique for all area schools. Affordable fashion jewelry and watches. Service, quality, and value. Always at Armentor Jewelers. Dale Street in New Iberia and Park Lafayette. Armentor Jewelers for the special moments in your life. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 1075. Welcome back to the Catholic High Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with head coach and athletic director, Scott Watney. And, uh, Coach, uh, we're getting ready to wrap up the show. Uh, anything else uh, you'd like to add to the show? Uh, yeah, I just I, I want to just real quickly. I got, you know, we talk about uh, off the air, we're talking about, about how many guys we got uh, for football this year. Um, looking at anybody between 60, 65, maybe 
plus 65 probably nothing over 70 um i got a small senior class but i do want to mention these five guys because they're 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 going to be guys that we're going to be leaning on heavily great kids culture kids program guys and do whatever we ask of them william russell andrew roberts jack chauvin gunner brown and jackson morris um so those will be our five seniors this year now we obviously we have some bigger classes behind them um but really looking forward to their leadership and uh looking forward to having a great season and, and and really with those guys leading the way um so it's been a great it's been a great year athletically across the board when I think about all 18 sports um, you know obviously we're going to continue to expand on you know on every, on every program we got a chance to hear a bunch from uh, our coaches uh, in their respective programs and you know I definitely think the future is bright at Catholic High uh, especially coming up in the 2022-2023 uh, school year so I hope everybody has a safe summer and uh, you won't be hearing from Tony and I until August <laughs> that's right so uh, this is the last show for the Cal calendar year for the school year, I should say. Anyway, as always, the CHS uh, Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Armitage Jewelry, Gulf America Wild Rope, Memorial's Power Sports, uh, Sestra Wealth Management, the Landscape Branch, uh, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Coca-Cola, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Lawns Unlimited, Catholic High School's Lawn Care Provider, Catholic High School, Mustin Patu, United Companies, B&L Engine Repair, Seahorse Manufacturing, and with that, we'll say good night and God bless. If you have a state-leased property in the basin, a camp or houseboat, and are in need of a DHH-approved limited-use sewerage treatment system, or you're in the oil field or marine transportation industry, and are in need of a U.S. Coast Guard-approved marine sanitation device or products for your MSD, give John Chauvin a call at Seahorse Manufacturing, 337-365-9115, or find us on the web at seahorsemanufacturing.com. And best of luck to the CHS Panthers and all area high school sports teams. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. Freeman's Food and Furniture has been locally owned and operated since 1941. With their 18,000 square foot showroom floor, Freeman's Furniture Store is certain to have what you're looking for. Need a comfortable mattress? Tempur-Pedic and Sealy are like no other, and they're only available at Freeman's. With 60-month interest-free financing, you couldn't sleep better. Freeman's Food and Furniture Complex, located on the corner of Hopkins and Admiral Doyle Drive, right here in New Iberia. Visit Freeman's soon. Looking for a quick and easy no-hassle loan? Look no longer and go visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit. The good folks at Allstate Credit are willing to help you with a small loan. They will treat you as a special and personable customer because they've been serving New Iberia for almost a half a century. So stress no longer. Come visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit at 1112 Center Street or call them at 364-4538. Allstate Credit all the time. From the Kawasaki Ninja Sports Bikes to the Kawasaki Jet Ski Watercraft, Kawasaki and Romero Power Sports makes it easier than ever to put yourself on your dream machine. Right now, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki are offering their lowest payments of the year on all Kawasaki vehicles. Choose from the great lineup of Kawasaki motorcycles, ATVs, watercraft mule utility vehicles, and the Terex lineup of SUVs. Whatever you need, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki offer great prices, financing, and the famous Romero service after the sale. Kawasaki and Romero's Power Sports let the good times roll at 900 South Lewis Street in New Iberia. 
Times are tough right now for small businesses, but as a small business owner, you're pretty tough too. In case you needed a reminder, you started your own business. And while there's certainly more challenges ahead, the UPS store is always here to help. Should your small business need any ing, we're ready with every ing. Printing, mailboxing, notarizing, whatever ing we can do. The UPS store. Every ink for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store franchise locations are independently owned and operated. Services pricing and hours may vary. See center for details. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 